Hello, beautiful human. You have found your way to the Love Unleashed podcast, and that is something worth celebrating. I am so excited to have you here, and I fully know and trust that you have found your way here because this is exactly what you need. I am your host, Nikki Syme, and I am a leading love and relationship coach. Aside from that, I'm also a human just like you. I'm a woman. I am a mother, I am an aunt, I am a sister, I am a lover, I am a queen, and I'm on a mission to empower women just like you in love, to ensure that you get to experience the most incredible relationships that your heart and soul are longing for, that you desire, you are craving, and you are 100% worthy of. So in this podcast, we dive into everything regarding love, from relationships, men, sex, dating, to sensuality, sexuality, self-ownership, claiming your worth, authenticity, being your true self. So if you have found your way here, I fully know, trust, and believe that something in one of these episodes, if not multiple episodes, is going to trigger something within you that is going to support you in creating some incredible change in your life to allow you to fully step into your true nature which is love and to shine so brightly from a place of self-confidence and worth and finally get what you desire in love everything is available to you my love everything as soon as we open ourselves up to receiving it floods into our lives in abundance And I cannot wait to support you on this journey. So my love, find yourself a beautiful comfy spot, settle in and get ready for another juicy, playful, fun and exciting episode on the Love Unleashed podcast. Hey beautiful humans, welcome back to the Love Unleashed podcast and YouTube show with your host me, Nikki Syme. I am a leading love and relationship coach and I'm on a mission to empower women in love to ensure that you get to experience the most incredible relationship of your dreams and not only survive, but really thrive in your relationship. How's that sound? I'm like, hell yes. So if you don't already, then please make sure you head over and join me on Facebook at Nikki Syme, N-I-K-I-I-S-Y-M-E. You can also join the Love Unleashed group. It's a free group and I share a lot of epic, valuable content in there for you all. And also on Instagram at Nikki Syme. So today on the show, I am joined by the beautiful Kezia Lee. Kezia is a a beautiful friend of mine who I met in a workshop last year, actually, in 2018. And it's been an absolute honor to witness this woman go from strength to strength. So today we are talking of all things self-confidence and how to build confidence. And she shares her story with you from going from that awkward, like feeling unattractive, like so unsure teen through her journey with alcohol and using alcohol as confidence, you know, that Dutch courage, to then releasing the alcohol and building true self-confidence. So it's a really incredible conversation. I know you guys are going to get so much out of it and I cannot wait to hear what you think. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. All right, gorgeous woman, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you, Nikkei, for having me. (laughs) Um, So I want to start off with, so... A lot of people who would see you online and meet you in person would just be like, damn, this girl is confident, right? She just fucking owns herself. But I want to know, was it always like that? No, (laughs) like, no, definitely, definitely, definitely not. It was, I'm, 
it's such an interesting group topic and I was reflecting over in the car this morning, you know, knowing this was coming and it's like, it's such an interesting transition from my high school teenage years. I don't know about you, but I freaking hated being a teenager. Hated it. I was so insecure. I couldn't even talk to people. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy, eh? Like, yeah. I do not wish to go back to teenage years ever again. <laughs> and I remember, like, just the, and I think, you know, this world that we live in now, I mean, even, you know, like 15 years ago for us, or like 20 years ago for us, it was like, there was, there was still this like massive comparison story, especially for young women. And I think it's probably even heightened now, like with social media and the consumerism and this fucking comparison thing is like next level. And I just remember, like, I was always tall, like I'm five foot 11. I had this like, frizzy frou-frou my friend used to call me frou-frou because like I had this frizzy frou-frou here none of the boys liked me like I was like so I kind of just developed this I, I think I kind of developed this funny thing because I was like well I gotta get people to like me somehow so why don't I just develop this funny thing and I used to sweat under my armpits profusely I had acne I was so unconfident. And then (laughs) (laughs) all the awkwardness, (laughs) all of the fucking awkwardness. And I I went through, I think I left high school and I came into this um, period when I, and I, and I moved to Australia and I discovered alcohol Mm. and alcohol and me gave me this like confidence, this unwavering confidence. And now, you know, I got into hair and makeup and I probably, you know, the, the duckling started to turn more into the swan and I was starting to get all this attention from boys. And I was like, Oh wow, this is a thing. But it, all of myself, all of my confidence was tied up in alcohol. Like okay. I felt like the only time that I could be confident was when I was drinking. Mm-hmm. So from like 17 to like 29, every single weekend was like pretty much spent binge drinking. Mm. I think a lot of people listening to this would be able to relate to that. I sure can. Like it's it was crazy. like alcohol, Dutch carriage, right? Yeah. Hmm. And it allowed this version of me, like, I don't know about you, but I, I used to love dancing, but I would just be like, I mean, I met some of my best friends in the smoking era at Birdie Nom Noms. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a Brisbane girl, so you might know Birdie Nom Noms. <laughs> <laughs> so I can relate to the smoking <laughs> You're like, hey, you go. Hey, you know, just how you go. Just having a couple of pingers, having a couple of ease. <laughs> but I, that was my, I know, oopsie, that was my connection time. Like, mm. and it's like the only way I thought people would like me. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I definitely have not always been this confident. Mm. Definitely not. So, what was the shift? What was the catalyst <gasps> change? And, and, yeah, how did it come about? Um, one of the big things was, was two weeks before my sister's wedding and um, my mum passed away when I was um, when I was 17 and you know it was two weeks before her wedding and I tried to get up drinking so many times you know like what am I doing with my life and it was two weeks before my sister's wedding and I just got this like download in the middle of the night it's like you've got to stop like this cannot be you cannot be drunk girl at your sister your only sister's wedding and ruin it for her like because I just couldn't control myself like I literally would have one and I would be 10 in yeah. you know within three hours like 
lots of drinkers remorse and like I've always found that I'd get drunk and I'd be like yeah life of the party and the next day I'd wake up and be like what did I do like I felt worse than I did before yeah the shame and guilt like like that was the worst part of all of it mm. and um yeah I just got this download it's like you're just gonna stop drinking and I stopped drinking for a year and it's like that cold turkey yeah, it's cold Done. turkey wow awesome it was you know how you know? It's just like that fucking download and you're like, this is it. This is not, this is code coming through me right now. And I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm so done. And that just helped me to kind of, you know, that was like two years ago now, two and a half years ago now. And that just kind of allowed the fog to start to like ease. Because they know that alcohol will actually stay in your system for seven days. So you've got this like fog, this haze in your like, field for seven days after you drink imagine if you you never stop drinking (laughs) you're just constantly drunk fucking hazy just yeah yeah it's like lower your vibration actually the last time i drank that like before my last drinking i left my body for three hours like i don't remember anything and they actually say that your soul just goes nah this is too much like i can't handle this right now wow that makes sense so I just spent the last I just spent the last two years fully working on all of my self-love all of my confidence stuff all of my like just forgiving myself so this is just recent like in the last couple of years wow wow okay cool I mean I've always had like a bubbly personality you know and I owned a hood and so on and even through that time but like the like the real confidence and I mean I'm I still I'm a human and I still wear masks and I still realise that a lot of my shadow is invalidation. (laughs) (laughs) We saw Cody speak last night and it was just like, oh shit. (laughs) That's me? Is that what it was like? Yeah, there was just stuff like, oh, like when he was talking about your your last transformation is your ego's next like power trip. And it's like, oh fuck, it is too. Like just those realisations and those truth bombs was like, shit. So Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like fully honoring that that is part of me and, and fully like kind of acknowledging that as well. But yeah, the last two years of just like you know, fully just kind of accepting that I can't change my height. I can't change my hair. I freaking love my hair now. Yeah. I can't <laughs> I can't, you know, all I can change is how I feel on the inside. And and just when I stopped like, I still care about what people think. Like, it's, I'm a human being with feelings. But when I truly, when, when I keep coming back to what's important to me and what I need for my, just my happiness, which is, you know, a few close friends, nature, beach, mm. living my purpose, you know, all the rest is just noise. Even what I post online is just noise. It's all just noise. Yeah. Like, I know who I am. And if I love my heart and I love that part of me that allows me to just step into this world and and be whoever I choose like on the day and like and stop trying to constantly look for validation outside of myself Mm. I like what you said just there about be who I choose to be on the day because it changes right like for me this morning I woke up and I'm tired and I'm just like I just want to lie on the couch and not do much yeah yesterday I woke up and I was like yeah let's go like life and it's that 
that acceptance that we are changeable, we're human beings, like we're not always going to be on and up and bubbly and, and high vibe, you know, and we get to honor that and just be ourselves, right? Totally. Like, any, because you can just swap one set of belief systems with another. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, but like, I, like with the pendulum swing, it's like when I went from like, I almost, I think we've got to do it. It's like when we do a dating as well. You probably teach this. It's like you either date someone who's totally like your dad or nothing at all like your dad. And you, you know, you kind of just like, great. And I think that's what it's like with like swapping this belief. And then you go in the other one and like full spiritual, full this. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm a human. I'm a human being. And I fuck up and I'm not perfect. And that's okay. Yes. And it's okay. And like just tying it in with that dating stuff, that was very much like the catalyst for me when I met Gary, my king was like, I'd done all of this work on myself to get to that point where I was just like, I really fucking like who I am. Mm. I really fucking love my life. Like I'm so comfortable with being in my own skin and just being by myself that if I meet someone amazing and if I don't amazing, I knew in my soul and my heart that I was going to have an incredible life either way because I had yeah. me right? And then that allowed me to attract in a human who was on the same kind of vibration as that. Mm. But it's that really that relationship with self. And it's like that swing. It's like you, you can pendulum back and forth. It's like, daddy, polar opposite. But then sometimes it's just about finding that beautiful middle ground and finding yeah. where you sit in that middle ground first and then attracting from that space. Yeah. What's your views on like, I'm going to ask you a question now. Is that okay? <laughs> Roll reverse. <laughs> but, but like, you know, I'm in this interesting place now and I've noticed like my, um, my story, especially because relationships and relating has been such a pain point because of my, my drugs and alcohol and, you know, and I, and I, it's so fascinating to watch my mind go, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm not quite ready yet. Oh, I still need to just fix this little part, you know, and there's this like, I know you talk about your king and it's just like I'm, I'm constantly in that unraveling of like, especially this because it is an itch for me, like, oh, to date, to not to date, to like date someone that is on my energetic level or date someone that's like, maybe I should just try dating. And I don't even know what my question is, but. <laughs> for me, like what came through was that it's fear-based, right? It's like yeah. there's an element of fear there of getting hurt or putting yourself out there again. And when people say to me, oh, I don't think I'm ready. I'm like, it's not, you just haven't decided yet. Mm. Not that you're not ready. You're just not choosing it yet when you go yes i actually want to call someone in then mm. universe as it does is like okay cool where are you at and you'll attract the mirror and it'll show you where you still get to grow and shift and pivot and it may last and it may not and then it may release and then you'll be like okay cool realignment yes i definitely want this but it's in the asking for it right it's going mm. yes yes universe this is what i want now and allowing it to come in mm. that's great Thanks. <laughs> but that's like that's a piece too around confidence. Like, you know, like just all of us. And like people might see me online and be like, oh, she's got it all figured out. It's like fucking don't. Mm. You know, like there's there's still definitely elements of my life, but we all have our work to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think confidence is also just like accepting. It comes back to this being human piece again. I just got this come true. Like, it's just like fully accepting your human self. Yeah. And the confidence in the mess as well, right? Like, and that's yeah. the self-ownership. It's like, I own 
every part of me that allows me to be loved in mess and loved in my magic and accept myself. And it's, it's really just when it comes down to it for me, I don't know if this is for you, yeah. but it's that self-acceptance piece going, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to be and show up and you're going to see all of me and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I agree, especially because I was so conditioned in our world. Like I even just think about things that I feel like uncomfortable and I'm like, wow, it's so fascinating that I still feel so uncomfortable to be vulnerable in front of people. Mm. You know, like it's just so conditioned. Yeah. Vulnerability scary though, right? Like yeah. vulnerability means that you can actually hurt me. Yeah. I'm actually allowing you in, but there's so much power in that at the same time. It's like when we step into that space of speaking our truth from, truth from a place of ownership and love, and allowing someone to know when they hurt you or upset you from that loving space, not the attacking space. The power in that is just like, I honor myself. Mm. I honor myself, I honor my feelings and I get to express that. Mm. It's fucking amazing. How do you feel like you build the confidence to keep doing that? It's like you can have the awareness around it that you know this is not something, but like what are things that you think are great to kind of keep leaning into it and to build the confidence to like just be like okay I'm, I'm good with being vulnerable now just doing it right it's like facing yeah. fear it's like as soon as you do it the less fearful you become so mm. that's like, okay, i really need to speak my truth right now okay i'm just going to feel the fear and do it anyway and yeah. the more you do it the more and i don't think it ever becomes completely comfortable because you're constantly like different things like with gary i'm pretty open with it now and I can express to him what's going on so many times the first time I did it I was like this right like shaking like yeah. shit because it was terrifying and that's totally totally to be expected but it's yeah. like it's like the more you practice something the more confidence comes from practice right yeah yeah well that's why I teach like everyone you know like about social media and getting on lives and yeah. it's just like just do it just keep doing it and just keep trusting your writing and just keep showing up online and just you know it's these things take time it's like anything absolutely so when you um like so you had the awareness it dropped in that you're like all right I need to stop drinking yep can you hear the truck no okay cool um I need to stop drinking so you'd made that decision. So from there, what did that journey look like? Because obviously like you would have gone through a bit of a come down as well. And like, oh my God, like, and now I don't have this vice to give me fake confidence. Yeah. What, what, how did you start to rebuild that confidence within yourself to be able to show up in the way? Yeah. That you yeah. It was interesting because it was, um, it was about, that was in the August and then of January, I made a commitment to sell my hairdressing salon. So mm -hmm. it's like, as, as, as soon as I'd taken the haze off, I was allowed, you know, I was, I was, I, I just kind of said that I was going to continue to clean out my pipe. And I'd, I'd kind of done some like self-development and business development, like, you know, for quite a long time. And even spirituality has been in my life for a long time, you know? So I kind of was like, okay, I'm just going to, these things kept showing up. And because I'd taken the alcohol off, I was, I was beginning to start to listen more clearly to the cosmic whispers, you know, the little, the little downloads, a little like, Oh, okay, maybe I should listen to that. And rebuilding my confidence was like, you know, one was like excavating my shit, like doing healing, doing like forgiveness things, doing self-development, like getting coaches, 
um, anyone that I pretty much could thought or could support me into helping to like heal myself mm-hmm. and like excavate some of the pain and, and rebuild, you know, forgiving myself was like one of the biggest ones, like even now, like, you know, just even the problems that I've had, like with my body and like my down there stuff from like years of abuse, like, it's like, cool girl, you've got to heal this shit now. Like, because you abused me for so long and you know, all of the pieces. So um, just, you know, putting one foot in front of the other every day and, and then realizing that, you know, especially after I did plant medicine um, last year, that all of it's just a game anyway. Business, life, relationships, yeah. you know, and what am I committed to? I'm like, I'm committed to having a life of joy and fun and play and pleasure and deep connection and intimacy and feeling it all and just loot like being okay with losing it all and like that my confidence comes from trusting myself like deeply trusting myself and I know this probably aligns for you it's like the the reason that I'm able to do what I do is because I trust myself Mm -hmm. and I trust that I'm always being led in the right path yeah and it's like that doesn't even matter like even if because I know that I'm going to die, that even if I lose everything tomorrow, it's like, what's there to lose? Like, like what's my worst possible outcome? Mm. And that's that so just, a, and that's like, well, I mean, I've lost it all. I've had a million dollar business and I've lost it and I've had money and I'm, you know, I'm like, cool, I can create money. It's just another fun game that I can play. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm just like, well, okay what makes me happy I'm like right now playing business and having fun and inspiring people but tomorrow I my soul might be like no you need a break for a year I'll be like okay yeah and how can we trust ourselves and that's the sort of confidence that is just like so unwavering that's like a full for like I always talk about this especially with my clients I'm like what's in your life that's not a full body fuck yes because mm. everything out of that like gets to leave yeah, I'm in that space at the moment, like the shedding, because I know like I've got some massive stuff coming in this year and it's like, mm-hmm. what gets to go now? What's not in full alignment anymore? What's taking up space and time in my life that doesn't feel good? Yeah. Or is it full body fuck yes and, and it gets to be released, right? But I think a lot of people are really afraid of that as well. It's like, but if I let go of those friends, then I'll have no friends. Or if I let go of that business, then I'll have no like no business or no money. Or if it's like, my lessons and my experience with this has always been when I let go, something more like fuck mm. yes comes along, right? Every single time. Yeah. So the self like what was it that really started building that for you? Was it just trusting the, like listening to the nudges and saying yes and yes and leaning in more and more? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like when I got the download, just like once I quit drinking, got that download then I got the download of like, okay, you're going to sell the business. Even though it never made, it wasn't, wasn't, didn't make sense to anyone. They're like, why would you sell a business that pretty much runs without you and is turning over like nearly a million dollars a year and you can travel when you want. I'm just like, I don't know, but I just knew. Mm-hmm. So, the, so I kept, you know, and I set the intention like, okay, I'm going to, like by the end of financial year, it's going to be completely gone. And I'm going to bring in this much money. And literally I handed the keys to the new owner five days before the end of financial year. Wow. Like, so I just kept 
like trusting the downloads and trusting that I was always being led and just as almost like testing. It's like this game of like, well, if I follow that nudge, it hasn't led me wrong so far. So when you say nudge, is it like, just so that people are listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is the nudge? Is it a feeling in the body? Is it a voice in the head? Like, what have you found? I found, yeah, it's probably a bit of both. Like, it's probably a voice in the head. Like, and you might get, I use this like analogy, the feather, the brick and the train analogy. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I had it with the salon. So the feather was, um, was like, so it's like you're getting all these little like whispers so um, it's like the feather was like, I, um, I mean, it walked the Camino de Santiago, which is like a 800 kilometer hike across the top of Spain. And when mm. I was there, I was like, oh my God. And I was questioning, I was questioning everything. So that was like my first starting to question of the salon. And I got the brick, which was um, my drinking. And it was just like, um, fuck, okay. Um, this is another brick. And I was like, maybe, maybe I'm not meant to have the salon. And then the train came and it was literally like, I got a business coach and just like, and he's just like, what are you feeling? I was like, I was about to spend 150 K on rebuilding the, a new salon. And, um, he's like, what are you feeling in your business? And like trapped, suffocated. I was like, fuck. Red flags. <laughs> so it's like these little nudges are like, I'm like, imagine if the little nudge was like, you chose that, like, imagine if we choose right now that this conversation means something Mm. and that for whatever reason, this conversation was meant to happen. And that like, you know, later on today, I'm like, fuck, that's why that came into my vortex. Mm. And you're like, fuck, that's why that came into my vortex. Like, Mm. you know, what if we were to trust that everything was giving us whispers and, and directions so if these little things keep coming into our vortex, it's like maybe that's like all thoughts or random meetings of people and you're like, wow, that was so fucking weird. Like maybe that's your little nudge. And soul's like, go that way. Go that way. Yeah. Because one of the things I say is like, if you don't choose it, it will choose you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, that's like... I miss you, right? Like... It won't fucking miss you. Yeah. And that's like disease or the fucking car accident or the, mm. you know, like something that soul will just like shake you, I reckon, and just go, what are you doing? How often <laughs> do you hear about people who are like, I need to rest, I need to stop, I need to rest, and they don't, and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and then an accident happens and they're forced to stop. One of my girlfriends, her partner just went through this where he um, fell off a balcony in, in Spain or a balcony. And he had been hustling and pushing and pushing and pushing and was saying, I need to stop. I need to rest. I need to rest. And universe just came in and said, right, mate, you're not listening to us. It's yeah. happening now. Yeah. 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 I think Preston tells a story about a woman who was the same. She was just go, 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 go constantly. And she walked out onto the street and got hit by a bus and was forced to stop. Yeah. Because if you yeah. don't listen, the universe will intervene and make it happen for you. Yeah right (laughs) and I've I love that that whole like nudges thing is like I had that with proximity when the moment I heard about proximity my soul went you're in there that's (laughs) I was like oh no I'm gonna go over here and look at this and explore this and and avoid that and not listen to that nudge because it felt really scary and a little bit overwhelming and like oh my god I I can't do that yeah my soul knew instantly as soon as I heard it it was like you're in there I was like fuck okay cool yeah 
I think we like if we look at and I know you can relate to this but like every bad bad not even experience has been for us you know it's like we have to go through that to build the resilience and the trust yeah like we, we we're not going to escape hard times like it's just part of being human yeah and um one of my quotes from this um surrender youtube thing i listened to i can't remember who writes it but she's like your life can you trust that you know the chaos and disharmony is reorganizing your life to call in new levels of, of, of alignment all the time. Mm. So the, mm. you know, you know, the disharmony and the chaos is like just causing, bringing you back into alignment yeah. all the time. Yes. And that was so true. Like I, cause I had a miscarriage earlier in the year at 11 weeks and it was full trust, like full trust. Yeah. It was painful and it hurt and it was a shitty mm. experience, but it was full trust and knowing that it was for the greater good. And from that, my relationship, became my focus because that I believe is the reason that baby was like, I'm not fucking coming in here because you guys need to sort your shit out. So now that experience forced us to look at our relationship mm. back into alignment to create a loving environment for a baby to come into. Right. It's like things yet you kind of go, Oh, this shitty thing happens to me in that victim mode. A lot of people kind of kicks in. It's like, this happened to me. And because of this, then I'm this and this and this. And it's like, no, we get to shift perception we get to shift the way that we look at things and go how is this working for me how is this happening for me what's the lesson here what do i get to learn here yeah, yeah it's a shitty fucking experience and you still get to be in in that moment and that shitty experience but you also get to let it go and look for the blessings yeah totally that shit's fucking powerful right? <laughs> which just allows you know and and the reason for all of it is to allow a life of more joy like yes. like we can experience the emotions but we don't have to live in them I like you know and while I I know some people talk about neutrality and like you know we just live from a space I'm like no I want to live in joy I want to I want to feel as much joy as possible <laughs> like that's my commitment and I you know sometimes that means that I will not go into my shadow or I avoid because of my conditioning and being the strong one for so long but I also I'm you're conditioning myself and have tools to help me like go okay there's a sensation and an emotion here and i'm trying to band-aid myself right now what do i need to actually look at mm. you know and, and it doesn't have to that. be heavy either right like yeah by now like yeah these things happen and they're not ideal but there's like a sense of just contentment with everything it's yeah. like okay yeah this is happening don't love it but i'm okay with it because i know that it's all for greater good a reason whatever that may be but to get to that point is really that self-trust right and leaning into shifting the perception of this is happening to me yeah as opposed to happening for me yeah and you think about like you know you having a miscarriage like there can be associated grief you know i'm not speaking for your experience but you know like having done the work like I think about if I lost my mum now, what would that experience look like? And I know there would be grief, but would it not be as tough? You know, and you can never compare because you just don't know. But well, I um, found it was like in the past things would have happened. So I remember I had a friend die who was a catalyst for a lot of my change. But um, 
the grieving process with that was weeks and that was the catalyst for me to actually start making some change whereas this time around with the miscarriage it was okay I'm feeling this and like you said about the emotion it's like we can choose to experience but not live in it I was like right I know that emotions last about 36 hours in the body or something and then whatever we experience after that we create with our thoughts and yeah. relive experience so I was like right I've given myself four days Gary had a four-day weekend I said I've got four days to do whatever I need to do and all I did in that moment in those four days I cancelled all my appointments everything I just completely shut off and I was like okay so what do I need today and one day it was lie in bed watch sad movies and cry the next day it was take your boys to the museum and look at the dinosaurs the next day was go out into the um the nature and just get lost in the woods for a little bit and it was like okay Friday Saturday Sunday Monday I did a closure ceremony and that's when I let it go and I released it. Mm. I thought about it, but I didn't have the emotion attached to it anymore because I went through the process of actually allowing myself to feel it for it to move through me to then be able to create that space and that peace for myself to let it go and move mm. and learn mm. from it. Amazing. But it's I was amazing. in like a, um, a miscarriage group and there was women in there who were like one, two years on from their miscarriage and still grieving. Like, but then it becomes identity as well. Yeah, of course. Like, Significance. Yeah. This is how I now feel love because yeah. when I'm sad, I get loved. And yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing and still like frustrating and amazing that we have created lives now where, and this is what I want the world to be, where we can be accepted in all of our emotion and like take the time when we need and go, you know what? I have the tools now. I know that I can't avoid the human experience, but I'm going to take the time to process for three or four days. And like people are like, yeah, that's cool. Of course, that's what you do. Not band-aid it with fucking more schedules and busyness. And, you know, I'm like, that's a world that I want to create, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And then it's like, I know it's like for us, it's frustrating because it's still so, and sometimes we forget that because like we're just in our fucking love bubble of community. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're like, oh wow, people still like, um, yeah. So it's um, it's amazing. Mm. <sighs> for those listening, for anyone who's kind of struggling with confidence, is there like yeah. three tips that you can give them in order to start building more self confidence? Yeah. Um, tangible tools tangible tools are always good and always hard for me because i'm like yeah just just do it yeah <laughs> yeah just do that so, you know you can say me it's like here's your tools so i'm like tools okay um <laughs> tangible tools i think you know challenge yourself to do stuff that you haven't done before you know and 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 then you know, if that feels scary you know like do your first live on facebook and and get a friend to support you in that and go you know let's do it together and have that support you know like find things that are that feel a little bit uncomfortable to to push you into your edge a little bit because nothing good comes from comfort zones nothing exciting comes from comfort zones so you know stretch yourself out a little bit like and you know or it could be even things like you know, if you have struggling with confidence around dating, like ask the guy out that you like think that wouldn't say yes to you. Mm. You know, like I've been playing in that one. I'm like, cool, okay. 
this is a stage for me, like, you know, tr try doing things um, that are, that feel a little bit scary and just keep testing. Cause I feel like when you keep testing and you keep getting good results, it just builds this resilience. You're like, oh, okay, I can do this. Mm. Um, yeah. And just tell yourself every fucking day that you're a legend. That would be my final tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do a legend dance, like, oh, and and the money dance. I love money and money loves me. I'm a legend and I love me. I'm a legend and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Love it. But that's the vibration, you know, like, because yeah. we know that our words are so powerful, and even if we're speaking them in our own heads, that repetition of like, I fucking hate myself, and I'm disgusting. Like no one else might hear it, but you're hearing it. So is the universe, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Validated. Yeah. So bringing that awareness to your thoughts that are going through your head on a daily basis. And um, something I do with my clients is, you know, bringing the awareness to the thoughts and then choosing a different thought, choosing mm. something counteractive, counter, counteractive. Yeah. That counteracts that negative belief. Yeah create more of what you actually want right mm. powerful we have created so we get to choose everything and yeah. as well as your thoughts you're not controlled by this you get to control it you get to choose amazing yeah all right my level thank you so much for being here lovely to have you on the show and thank you for sharing your little wiz or your wisdom around confidence and your journey and yeah i'm sure the listeners and viewers will have got a lot out of it mm. thank you for having me nikki thanks guys for listening Yay! Bye. Bye. Hey guys, so what did you think? Oh, and I love that she ended up interviewing me as well. So you guys got even some extra bonus um valuable content in there. How epic was that? So it's really beautiful to hear her journey, right? And I'm sure that a lot of you can relate to the alcohol thing. I sure could. Like I felt so insecure, so like no confidence when I was younger and then alcohol came along. I'm like, yeah, if I drink this and I'm good fun and, and you know, I'm happy and I'm confident and, and people want to be around me. And it was like, no, that's not serving me, <laughs> not serving me at all. So it was a really beautiful journey and it was really lovely to hear um, Kezia talk about that too. So I hope you guys got some epic value out of that. If you want to connect with Kezia, you can check out the show notes. All her information is in there and make sure if you've listened to this and it's like vibed for you and you're like, hell yes, then please hit that subscribe button and then share this with any of your friends who need to hear this. I know confidence is a big thing that plagues a lot of women. You know, we're brought into this world to communicate pair essentially or taught to be in comparison and competition all the time so confidence is a really 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 key area that we get to all like look at and really build within ourselves build that ownership and that self-trust so that we can actually hold our heads high and celebrate each other and stop that comparison right all right my loves i hope you enjoyed the show and i cannot wait until next time i'll see and speak to you again very very soon bye Thanks for listening, goddess. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please feel free to leave me a comment or review. Also, for more love vibes and daily inspiration, come and join me on Instagram at Nikki Sign. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you soon.